models to the floor right now. All the 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 models to the floor right now. Welcome everyone to another segment of that. I'm about to give our old title, <laughs> Sports Reality. <laughs> that's that's a blooper. We're gonna have many bloopers uh, later in our show. What's but going yeah. on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in again for another week of the latest news in sports. Um, what's going on, Jeremy? How are you doing? Doing good. I'm so glad we're in here. There's lots of things happening in the sports world. So. There I just are. want to talk about it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I look forward to this. I love healthy sports discussions. I mean, I feel like every day I at least have one of them. I'm blessed to have, like, knowledgeable sports fans as friends. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing. Because don't get me wrong, you go out to, like, a bar or you'll go out to a sporting event, even a sporting event, and you'll be around people that just have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> They'll say the dumbest of things and just think that they know what they're talking about. And it's just that's just so common, so... Yes, yes, yes. So um, we have lots to talk about this w today. And uh, like I told you earlier in the bullpen, this is more of a freestyle day, right? Yeah. This, I mean, <laughs> we're just going to be going all over the place. <laughs> There's just a lot to talk about. Yes, there is. Some stuff we knew that was going to happen and some things that we're a little surprised about. But, um, yeah. So what do we have on top? First and foremost, I just want everyone to know, finally, this has happened. I... I I have the I have an iPhone and I never put it in a case like never like I've tossed it around it's fell in this face billions of times never broke thrown it on my bed it bounced off I have hardwood floors in my room it's never broken but I don't know if you guys can see this or not it has finally cracked look at that mm. it has finally cracked and I've told you about that and I told right all right mom chill <laughs> I showed my mom and she was just like. It's your negligence. It's your negligence. <laughs> She's like, you need to take more pride in in your in your um in your valuable items. I was just like, thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah, but I'm blown. Oh man, but um, you're right. gonna get the new iPhone, right? When it does. No, nah, I'm out. actually gonna fix this screen for seventy dollars because what? I'm not ready to upgrade yet. Because if I upgrade, no, like right about the now, new one that's gonna come out sometime right, this right. year. Right, right, and some 5s comes out. I'm gonna be blown. So I'm gonna <laughs> wait. I'm just gonna fix the screen. You know it's bound to happen. Something's exactly. Gonna come out. So I'm gonna be patient. I'm not wasting my upgrade. Eric, anyway. what's going on with you, man? Eric, how was your weekend? Uh, I had a pretty eventful weekend actually. But actually, let's start with Fourth of July. How was that for you? Uh, that was pretty cool because I got invited to a uh, um. Rooftop party, Ooh. nice. Right down I the love street. Rooftops. Ooh. And uh, 
the fireworks happened. Yes. Then everything kind of got a little blurry. It's blurry. Oh. <laughs> Blurred. <laughs> Blurred lines. So I went to this house. So okay, it's so a short story. So I went to the I went to the house party or the rooftop party. Right. And then after that was over and we're really, really drunk, then we decided to go bar hopping on you. And I remember ordering our drinks at the last bar we went to. <laughs> and then I woke up in my bed and there were burger wrappers all over the floor. Of course. Of what, course. what kind of burgers? Uh, black and orange off of 14th and you. Oh, wow. oh, oh. Yo, I feel Fancy. like everyone goes bar harping on U Street. Fancy. I was expecting you to say McDonald's. No, right. I can't do McDonald's anymore. Yeah, I've I, seen I, too many documentaries yeah, and weird I can't ass do it stuff. Anymore, I can't. Either. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I can do the French you fries. You don't know what you're really eating. I can still do the French fries too. <laughs> I can. I, you, if dude, it wasn't I, for McDonald's French fries, I don't think I'll ever go there. <laughs> Man, and who the knows dollar, what you're really eating? And the dollar cokes, the dollar large sodas. Yeah, I gotta get my coke for the day. I, I still don't understand why I drink coke. <laughs> That's just terribly unhealthy. <laughs> oh, coke. man. Well, let's just jump right into it. We are going to start with one thing that we both agreed on that we will start talking about. Wimbledon, 2013 Wimbledon, yes, Wimbledon. tournament. And we had a first time in our lifetime a British man has won Wimbledon. Exactly. First, real quick, let's briefly just min- mention the um the uh, female winner. We have uh, Bartoli. Bartoli, I think. Bartoli. I can yes. never pronounce any of these names. She yes, won. That's her name. You said um, it right. I think she's from France. She beat um, a German, uh, Lisicki, or something like that. Um, I watched like two sets in that match. Um, it wasn't Serena Rules, like I told you guys last week. I mean, it wasn't Serena Williams, so I wasn't really paying much attention to it. But um, yeah, she is our winner. Congratulations to her. Yes. Um, the men's side, like Jeremy was saying, go ahead. Andy Murray, man. first British man since 1936. I got to give him his props, though. I got to give him his props. He was determined. He won three straight certain. sets. That's how you know he was not playing. Oh, no. Three he, straight sets. And, of course, he defeated my prediction, Novak Djokovic of Serbia. Oh, he's a great tennis player, though. He is. He is. When his, when his career is done, he will end. And he's still, he's still pretty young, too, yeah. so he has some time. Um He's just not consistent. That's his problem. He's not really consistent. And I feel like it's due to, like, just his conditioning. But I don't know. He's still a, a, a great tennis player. Um, but, yeah, I'm proud for Andy Murray. Big accomplishment for him. Now, uh, the next tournament is the U.S. US Open. Open. Yes. That's major tournament is the U.S. Yeah. Open. Uh, yeah. What is your prediction so far for the women's? Start with the women's, women's uh, side. I really don't have a prediction for either, actually. It's because, like, like on clay courts, French Open, I'll know. I'll say Nadal, easy. He's a king of clay. Um, U.S. Open, I don't know. I don't even know. Um, I honestly might go with Andy Murray again because it's just, like, like some people just do better on different types of courts. So I think Andy Murray would be better um, on this type of court. I don't even know what it's called. But the U.S. Open court is kind of like... um, just concrete, regular concrete court. Yeah, I think um, I think I'll go for Andy Murray for the men's side. The women's, I really don't know. Um, I just don't think anybody like you know any of the other greats like Nadal or anyone is going to take anything in the in the U.S. Open. But um, yeah, I'll come back with a prediction. I got to think about it some more. I'm not sure. I think on the women's side, um, Serena Williams, even though she exited very early in Wimbledon, very early. Man, I was she, shocked. I think she will win. Um, she will win the U.S. Open, and mm-hmm. she's won it many times. Uh, so, and then on the men's side, I think Roger Federer will come out. 
I'm sorry. Novak Djokovic, not Roger Federer. Novak Djokovic will come out victorious on the men's side in the U.S. Open. Really? Yes. Djokovic? I think he's just going to come back. Bounce back? Yeah. Different courts, though. It's, it's difficult, though. Yeah, I know, but uh, I, I think he's on top of his game. Even though he did lose in straight sets, I think he's still... That was bad. Straight sets, man. That is bad. He, he got dominated. He did. But I felt like it was destiny also. <laughs> All right. No, I'm being serious. So a <laughs> lot of... You saw Federer fall early, Nadal fall early. Yeah, big the, names. There were big other... Um, uh, Songa... And, um, I actually like Sung. He's huge. Isner. I give him big props for being a tennis player. He's yeah. huge. Yeah, and Isner, a lot of the top men, and Andy Murray is a top ranked man. But um, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I wouldn't be. I'm not mad at your prediction. I'm a Djokovic fan. It's yeah, I, two. I just think. I just think things fell in line for Andy Murray, and then he took advantage in the semifinals and the finals. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was just a cakewalk. He he. He he worked hard to get where he where he was and yeah. where he ended up as the champion. He did. So Rike, since we did say it was freestyle day, what are we talking about next? Um, hmm. I think we're gonna jump over to the NBA. Mm. I'm gonna open that topic up with um something everybody already knows: Dwight Howard signing to the Houston Rockets. Something we kind of thought was gonna happen. Kind of, we were kind of, uh, it's gonna happen. Um, what do you think that means for one? Dwight Howard into the Rockets. I think Dwight Howard, his legacy will be determined by his stint in Houston. Not his stint in Orlando or in L.A. Well, quick, do you think there's any, like, any part of his legacy is going to be tarnished because of the hopping around that he's doing? No. no? Well, it shouldn't be. Okay. You know, we let's be real. We need to stop talking about the legends who played in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, because this is a totally different game right now. Right. Of course, we know we always talk about it, but in my opinion, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever. However, you know, it's a different era, so things that he did isn't necessarily going to apply to superstars right now. You know, Michael Jordan stayed in Chicago his entire career until – he became uh, part of management for the Wizards, mm -hmm. and he decided to make his comeback as a Wizard. Um, Dropping 15. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think it's a whole different era. We have AAU is huge now. All right. AAU, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what AAU was when I was in high school. I was in high school 2001 to 2005. I didn't know what AAU was. Did you? Yeah, I played on. The team. You did play, but that's because I, I was deeply involved in basketball. But it wasn't nearly as popular. Yeah, I felt like when I got out of high school by 2005, I started hearing about it. Right, and right now it's like if you don't play AAU, it's like all right, what, like what are you doing? Yeah, basically, and I know it's eight years, but that's a big jump from 2005 to 2013 right now, where everyone knows everyone. So everyone, uh, all the star players, they know what school they're going to go to because they're probably going to want to go together. And that's what usually happens now. You have players like, for example, I'm just going to say a team. I think DC Takeover. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what year it was, but the four of the starting five went to um, pretty much the same school. Yeah. I mean, big teams like that, like DC Soul, um, Takeover. Um, I mean, they're big organizations. And AU right now is big. Like, as a high school coach – 
um, this is my first year diving into AAU. Like, I actually didn't like AAU. I didn't like it because um, it's a matter of not – AAU is more of just the amount of games you play uh-huh. and not developing your skill. Yeah. So um, as a coach, you know, I'm about developing skill. You know what I'm saying? Doing something – putting in work now that will help you for the future. But AAU is kind of like a showcase. And I don't knock it anymore because it makes sense. I mean, you join an AAU team, um, you'll have practices, of course. You may have, like, a couple of workouts before AAU season starts. But really, you're just going – all over, like going to tournaments in other states, showcasing, you know, your talent. So, I mean, that's not, you know, that's not bad. And they're all NCAA certified Uh tournaments. So you got um, D1, major D1 schools, D2, D3, I mean, schools at these tournaments looking for you. So I understand why kids play AAU because um, you get looks. But also um, what a lot of kids don't realize is, yeah, you're going to get looked at in a tournament, but they're going to follow up and look at what school you're going to as well and what you're doing at your school as well. And, and, not just, and they're going to come work you not, out, right? They're not the, giving you. They're own. not giving you a um, full ride just off of what they see at an AAU tournament. But um, I don't knock it because it's good for. The, it's a good experience for the kids. Everyone wants to, you know, um, go to big tournaments, go places where they know scouts are going to be. So I'm slowly learning to um, get a soft spot in my heart for them. But yeah, so I didn't like it at first, but it's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. So back to my point about Dwight Howard. Um, and and players of this era, since everyone ha- knows everyone and have known each other since, you can even some people have even known each other since middle school. Playing together now is actually an attractive thing. You want to play with your boy that you played with in high school, right. who you played with in college. Uh, for some people, it's who they played with, like I said, in middle school. Also, after the Olympics in two thousand eight, and how. A lot of superstars came together and actually enjoyed playing with each other. They want to do that on a nightly basis. So Dwight Howard going to the Rockets, where he has Jeff, um, um, James Harden. James Harden. I said Jeff Harden. James Harden and uh, Chandler Parsons. He has a you know a decent point guard in Jeremy Lin, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully Royce White will actually play this season. They're the Houston Rockets are actually an attractive spot for a center. And because he was able to go there, uh, Texas doesn't have a uh, state income tax. Mm-hmm. So a large portion of his contract is going to be his compared to California where they take a large chunk. Of course, you still have your federal income tax, but the state income tax, there's none in Texas. So the money, he, he's actually getting more money by going to, to Houston, even though there was more guaranteed in L.A. He also is going to play with a younger squad. Right. L.A., clearly old. Yeah. You know, Kobe Bryant's going to be coming off of the Achilles injury. And I think that'll, that'll make a better – I think he'll get more production out of him too because he'll be playing with who he enjoys with. Like yeah. you said, like a younger squad. And also because he, his contract wasn't as large as it could have been, mm. they're now able, able to go out and maybe – add more pieces to it. Right, right. And also be able to trade the pieces, some valuable pieces for some more valuable pieces. Exactly. So I think it was a good move for both sides. Um, I do too. I think it. Um, I think it's a good home for Dwight Howard, and um, I think it's a good fit for the Houston Rockets, having a big, solid big man. Um, and like I said, I think, it, I think he'll just play better. I think he'll have a better attitude. You won't hear a lot of what you heard in L.A., about, you know, complaining or about him just slacking off, not mm-hmm. holding his weight. I think that'll be um, big for him. 
Also, this was a signing that was expected. Chris Paul re-signed with the Clippers. Also, um, Matt Barnes right. re-signed with the Clippers. Um, I know Chris Paul is a much more important player. Right. Than, Matt, um, Barnes is, Matt Barnes is a good role player. Yes. Though. He's a good role player. He plays defense. Um, he can score. Mm-hmm. So he's a big role player. But, but um, yeah, also, I knew they were going to re-sign. Also, the Clippers made a trade for uh, Redick. J.J. Redick. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also Jared Dudley. I really think... I didn't know about Jared Dudley. Yes. Jared Dudley? Yes. Wow. And there is a stat about Jared Dudley. When he is with... He's been with one high-caliber point guard, which was uh, Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. When Steve Nash is on the floor, he is shooting 45% from the three-point line. Yeah, I could see that makes sense. And now you're gonna have Chris Paul, right, on the team. You're also gonna have Blake Griffin on the floor, mm-hmm. who, yes, he does his post moves aren't the greatest, but he demands a attention. defensive presence yeah, and, and attention. So he's gonna be wide open. Also, like I said, JJ Redick, you know he's growing on me. He went to Duke, so I did not like him his first couple years in Orlando. He needs some more NBA grooming. Like he should be a a baby, not as good, but chasing like a type of Ray Allen type player. I think it's coming along because he's uh shooting very well now. I think he, I think it was confidence. He's he's yeah. getting his shot off. Definitely confidence. You could tell when he was shooting. Yeah. yeah. He's getting his shot off a lot faster than when he came into the league. Mm-hmm. Also, he he was averaging four assists off the bench. Yeah, that's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just another person who can make great decisions. And the people and he's about to play with the team that is gonna get him open, basically. Yeah. They have Blake Griffin, like you said. Um just Chris Paul alone, you know, drives and kicks. So um, you still have Jamal Crawford. Right. He's in the game. Right. You. So they have I mean if he's the fifth man on the court, he can de- I can definitely see him getting open, you know, at the three point line. It's just a matter of knocking it down. Uh locally Eric Manor signed with yeah, the Washington, Washington Wizards. Wizards. Pretty excited about I like Eric Manor. I I love him too. I like Especially him. from VCU when I remember the BBZ classic when he came here at the Verizon Center. Yep, yep, how he, yep. he put on a show and embarrassed every big name school, especially the University of Maryland. He embarrassed them. I'm excited. And I'm excited about that. He was doing well in, in Oklahoma City. He had the knee injury last year and mm-hmm. then I mean the year before. And I think he, he could have been a piece that could have helped the the Thunder be more competitive against the Heat in the finals. Right. Also, last year he started out kind of slow, and then they they traded him to to Portland. But now he's a Washington Wizard, um, and he's going to be a great backup point guard for John Wall. And they also could play they could play a lineup where you could him put Maynard at right. one, and, and John, John Wall, Wall could be two. the slasher at two. So I think it's a very good a pick. lineup. I would like actually. I, <laughs> yeah. I actually would prefer. To, I mean, no shade to John Wall, but. I'd prefer to have Eric Maynard on the ball. And I, I think in maybe crunch time, that would happen. Yeah. You know, when you need a score, yet another uh And this will kind of force handle. John Wall to get a more consistent jump shot. Yes. He's going to need that playing the two. You can't just be slashing all the time. Uh, another uh, key acquisition was the Warriors. Uh, Andre Iguodala went to the Warriors. Iggy, Iggy, Iggy. Uh, Iguodala with, um, with Harrison Barnes, Clay Thomas, Thompson, uh, Stephen Curry, that's going to be in David Lee. That's going to be a good lineup. Yeah, the Warriors, are, they're, they're tough. They're <laughs> tough. Um, they're definitely a team you're going to have to watch out for next year. Um, Iggy is a nice um, is an is a is a nice pickup for them. 
I mean, you already know I'm a Steph Curry fan. <laughs> I, lo- I love that kid. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be pretty good. That, that'll make them that much better, I think. Unfortunately, the Warriors lost Jarrett Jack. So we're going to see how that, oh, yeah. how that goes right? this season. Went to Cleveland. And another player that is on Cleveland uh, Cavaliers' radar is Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. Did you see that picture of him with his cornrows? Yeah. Back Man. to Ja Rule days. Andrew Bynum. I don't even know. I mean, if he's on their radar, I hope they have some plan of just getting him back to playing basketball. <laughs> Caring about basketball. Who the fuck I'm kidding, though? I'm getting sitting low. Slide by in that uh. So that's just a snippet of um, Holy Grail, first track on um, Magna Carta, Holy Grail by Jay-Z. Uh, I think we're going to, another time we'll talk about the hype behind this album. Um, but yeah, yeah we'll, maybe talk about the song Tom Ford, because clearly I'm not, I'm behind. <laughs> uh, Jay-Z I hear is taking shots at D.C. Yes, so um, we'll definitely talk about that. But let's move on to Major League Baseball. There is um, lots of news happening in Major League Baseball, the All-Star Week, All-Star break is coming up soon, and the All-Star teams are already selected. There is an opportunity for the fans to vote for one person on each team, and the controversy right now is surrounding Yasiel Puig of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was not selected to be on the All-Star team. Uh, he has played 35 games and has eight, eight. I was about to say 100, eight home runs. He has a batting average over 400. Yet he wasn't on the roster for the All-Star team in the National League. So he's on the ballot to be voted in. Um, there are some critics who are saying he's only played 35 games so far this season. He should not even be eligible for the all-star game there are also others who say you know what the all-star game is for the fans and we want to see the good players we want we want to vote in who we want to see what is your view and let's remember how baseball has its quote-unquote purist so what's your view on yasiel puig playing in the all-star game um I mean, yeah, he only played 35 games, but still, you got to look at what he's done in those games. And um, all-star games are all about really who the fans want to see. So I I don't see why they should. I I feel like he should be voted in just because that's who the fans want to see. I mean, yeah, it's only 35 games, but still. And he also has better stats than a lot of players who who have played 80-plus games already. Right, way more than 35 games. So, I mean... And not just players, players who are on the all-star team already. Yeah. We're not saying he's better than the average player. He's better than some of the all-stars, and he's only played 33 games. Right, and that's big. So, um, I mean, people want to see him, so let people see him. That's going to get you ratings. I mean, just let him play. I don't... I don't. I mean, I understand what you're saying is he could fall off. Maybe, maybe he'll fall off in that 36th, 37th game, but still, I mean, it'll, I mean it's just going to bring the all-star game up more, so... I think he should play. What do you think? I also agree with you. He should play in the All-Star game. He's playing well. He's very exciting to watch. I've seen him play a few times. Man, oh, man. He is (laughs) exciting to to see. And um, he's going to be, man, I I really hope he gets in. I have voted already a couple times through text message. Um, And hopefully, hopefully he gets in and we could see him 
compete in the All-Star game. There's also another event in the All-Star break, the Home Run Derby. Derby. Four contestants from the National League and four contestants from the American League. The American League, Chris David of the Baltimore Orioles, who has 34 home runs already. And we, what was our prediction from for the season? I remember mine. I don't remember. Wait, I said what did you say? 43, 44, 45. He's already has 33. What did I say? I said 40 something. I know yeah, that. you said 40 some. So Dang, he looks like remember. he's going to eclipse what uh, what we already uh, said. Um, Prince Fielder of the Detroit Tigers. Also, um, Robinson Cano of the. Um, what is that team? The pinstripes to the Yankees. <laughs> what is that team? <laughs> um, and there's a fo- oh, uh, Cespedes from from Oakland. I can't remember his first name, but Cespedes, Cuban um, player from Oakland. The National League is um, David Wright of the uh, New York Mets, Bryce Harper. Of the Washington Bryce Nationals, <laughs> uh, Michael Kadire of the Rockies, and also from the Rockies, Carlos Gonzalez. Who do you think is going to win, and why? Man, ah, there's a lot of good people. Um, let me look at this list real quick again. Uh, who do I want? Let's start with who I want to win. Of course, I want Bryce Harper to win. Um, course because he plays for the nationals who i think will win um let's see who's won before cano has won and prince fielder has won and prince fielder has won twice yes but robinson cano also competed last year in kansas city and did not hit a single home run (laughs) in the first round um i'm gonna go with I'm going to go with Bryce Harper <laughs> with an upset. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Not Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's not winning. Uh, dang. Uh, I think Prince Fielder might win it again. No, wow. For this third time. For the third time. And that would be crazy. <laughs> I think Bryce Harper would actually win. Bryce Harper? I, wow. I know it's high school, but in high school Man. when he did his home run derby, it was in Tropicana Field in Tampa. He was hitting it off the roof in high school. Yeah. So I think if he gets in the flow, oh, it's over. He's he's gonna he's gonna kill. But good. my sleeper is Cespedes from Oakland. He is a pure swinger, yeah, pure slugger. Swing. Man, it, it 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 looks effortless, effortless, but it goes so far. So that that is we'll our see. predictions. We'll see. We do have some top plays in Major League Baseball coming up. Eric, if you could just show us play number one from the Major Leagues within this past week. We did not talk about it, but real quick, Homer Bailey had a no-hitter last week. We just mentioned it real quick, but we just want to mention it again. Homer Bailey, the first player in, man, I think it was almost 30 years to have consecutive, when I mean consecutive, where he was the last person to have a no-hitter in 2012 and the first to have it in 2013. Very efficient. Oh, he can do it all. 
<laughs> Do you see the stare? Francisco. Francisco Lerriano. How about it? Oh, that's amazing. So that is play yeah, number amazing. three of the Major League Baseball. Pedro Alvarez checking on him. Replay. Yeah. I think they're going to show it. Yes. And, uh, he has a man right behind him who could make this play in Neil Walker, but look at that. Jeez. Between the tough. legs. That's tough. To My plate. goodness. Mm. That's when you know it is your day. Being a pitcher's tough. I don't, I don't know if I have them. No. Don't stop a reflexes. I can't. Uh, ML, uh, Major League Baseball play number two. For eight with an RBI. This is Anthony Rendon of the it's Washington Nationals. Oh, Rendon. He got yeah. rid of it. And the, the runner is out. The fumble and yet the strength still got out of roll. Anthony Rendon yeah, off the ground. to find the handle and then dump it off. And a four-six. That fan is excited with the Indians. The top of the seventh. On. Man, even though we're just playing softball, right like watching Strasburg, baseball now just makes me like appreciate how difficult the, the level of difficulty and the things they do. Stretch yes. by Desmond. Great play behind Steven Strasburg. Like I'm not even and getting a, the ball up. I'm not even getting the, if I'm on the ground like that. The ball is. I don't know where it's gonna go. And this is our top play of the week in Major League Baseball. Manny Machado of the Baltimore Orioles. Athletic. T.J. McFarland. Here's Luis Cruz. He has flied out and struck out. Manny Machado, foul territory, long throw. Man. What a play by Machado into foul territory and then with that cannon for an arm. Yo, we talk about this in every practice the throw from third. This man is way beyond the base. play of the year for the Orioles. A one, that two, throw for McFarland makes people who think they're athletes make make them think that that it's an easy throw. You ever hear that people? Throw oh, is that's far. easy. No, that's easy. that is a long throw. That is um, 120 feet, I think, from third from the corners. And he was about. And he was oh, he was probably about five. 15 to 20 feet off of that, right? <laughs> and threw it on a line drive. He didn't just throw it in the air. <laughs> Stood on a line drive. So, yes, those are our top three plays in the Major League Baseball. Let's move on to the NFL. King in America. NFL. King in America. Yes. Unfortunately, we have some sad news still. Still ongoing. Aaron Hernandez situation. Uh, his, um, his accomplice, oh, okay, accomplice has uh, spoken out and said that Aaron Hernandez had admitted to... Um, to to murdering Odin Lloyd. There's there's just no there's nothing good coming out of this situation. No. Like there's there's no break for him. There's no anything. It's just more and more bad news for him. So it, it just looks like it's going downhill. And of course it's gonna be prolonged because that's just how the court system works. But nothing it's not looking good for Aaron Hernandez. Got your own accomplice turning on you. Yeah, it's not looking too good. He doesn't have a court date set um a court date set yet. Um but um he he looks like he's going to be found guilty. Basically. Also, um his he wants to marry his girlfriend. So yeah. his girlfriend won't have to testify in court against him cuz spouses are not liable are not obligated to testify. Right. Um, against their spouse right. unless they are in litigation against their spouse. Yeah. So 
uh he wants to get married it seems like the legal system is gonna try and not allow that to happen because they think she knows information he's in connection with the death of odin lloyd also in connection with uh a double homicide in boston outside of a nightclub in summer 2012 he also has had issues at university of florida and has issue had a shooting this past um winter in florida outside of a strip club where he shot a gentleman and that gentleman is now blind in one eye so it's not looking too good for aaron hernandez right now um track robert kraft says he's guilty yeah rob um robert kraft has um spoken and he he has come out and said basically he feels like uh he's been duped and that he had no idea of um what was what was happening he had no idea that he was this type of person um what i did not like about Rob, robert Kraft was he waited almost two weeks to say something with the excuse that he was out of the country i'm sorry you're, you're robert Kraft. you can you have internet access wherever you are <laughs> <laughs> wherever you are in the world you can you can get internet access wherever if you feel right. like it so i know pr probably told him not to say anything even though he's the owner of the team i think he needed to come out and basically say something earlier you know even if it's i don't condone his behavior don't wait two weeks and try to say oh we were fooled Uh, i'm not cool with that uh there are some other news in the nfl ron jaworski of espn former quarterback for the philadelphia eagles is doing a countdown of the top 32 quarterbacks in the nfl when i mean the and it's really not the top starters because there are some starters that evidently will not end up on this list because some teams had already had (laughs) two people on the list but um top 32 teams in the nfl and for our what we're interested in is seeing where our quarterbacks fell um my quarterback for the dallas cowboys tony romo 15th on the list rg3 13th on the list um do you feel like they are appropriately ranked? And when the list is final, we will come up with our own list to see who is the top quarterback in the NFL. We could definitely do that. But um, so far, Tony Romo ranked 15th out of 32. Robert Griffin third. Robert Griffin the third ranked 13th. And this overall. is current, right? Yes, this is current quarterback. Not you know, this is right now. Um, do you agree with that list? Um, I need to actually take a look at this list. I just want to see who they have above. So far, I think they've only gotten to 12. So the list is not final yet. Mm. Um, 15 out of 32. Tony Romo. Uh, I mean, as much as I... I mean, I'm not a Tony Romo fan. I'm not a believer of him. But... um regular season he's still I mean he's, he's still a, a good a good quarterback um 15 I mean I think give or take one or two I think that's a, a an accurate assessment for Tony Romo um RG3 13 when it's all said and done I mean 13 is going to be way too low. But right now, <laughs> um, 13. Man, I'm just going to say because of his his decision making. 
because his decision making isn't isn't there yet. Um, it, it's pretty. I think it's pretty good, you know, for for him being a rookie. But the whole, you know, the running slide and the whole issue that's got him into trouble. Um, that's big for a quarterback. I mean, you got to stay healthy for your team. So I think the his judgment um, keeps him out of the top ten. Uh, and his arm, of course, isn't like super accurate, but um, he has time to grow in all these areas. So I would say definitely he's in the top fifteen. So thirteen, I'm, I'm okay with thirteen. I'm fine with him being in the top fifteen. I think um, reason why he's not in the top ten, and also another reason why. Tony Romo's not in the top 10. And Tony Romo, if this was two years ago, would easily be in the top 10. The last two seasons did not end well for the Dallas Cowboys. So two years ago, yes, he is easily in top 10. So right now he's 15. But I think, like I said, the reason why they're not in the top 10 is Romo has one playoff win. And RG3 has only played in one playoff game. Mm -hmm. And it was a loss, but he only played in one game. So I think that is one reason. I am going to go through from 32 to 13. Number 32, Matt Flynn, who is now going to be quarterback for the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, Jake Locker, uh, quarterback for the Titans. Kevin Cobb for the Buffalo Bills. Chad Henney of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mark Sanchez at 28, New York Jets. Christian Ponder, 27, Minnesota. 26, Brandon Weeding of Cleveland Browns, 25, Michael Vick of the Philadelphia Eagles, 24, Ryan Tannehill of Miami, who will end up being nice when his career is all said and done. Carson Palmer, 23, for the Arizona Cardinals, 22, Sam Bradford of the St. Louis Rams, 21, Josh Freeman, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 20th, Alex Smith of the Kansas City Chiefs, 19, Andy Dalton, Cincinnati Bengals, 18, Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers, 17, Surpriser. And this is probably because the last two years did not go well for him. Phillip Rivers, 17, of San Diego Chargers. Matthew Stafford, 16, Detroit Lions, 15, Tony Romo, 14. Unfortunately, this list does not have 14, but I know 13 is RG3. We'll find out who 12 is today. And it's still counting down. Now, of course, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been named yet. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson. Exactly. He was Kaepernick, named. Matt Ryan. Kaepernick. <sighs> Drew Brees. Oh, Drew Brees is up there. Drew Brees. Jay Cutler. Drew Brees is up there. I don't know why Jay Cutler was I just named, named 10. So, I don't know why Jay Cutler So we already have 13. Yet. We're up to 13. So there's two more that we're not naming that that we seem to forget that are not there. I don't know Russell who we're Wilson. forgetting. They better not put him over RG3 just because he beat RG3. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the Jay list... Jay Cutler should have been named already. So far, I, yes, Jay Cutler should have <laughs> been, been already named. Been on the list. Um, Drew Brees is going hot. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, those, I feel like they're going to be in top five. But, yeah, um, the, so I think it's appropriate as of now until the list is finished, then we can give our two cents on how it would be. Uh, we do have some sports memes. Very entertaining oh, yes. part of the show, especially for our uh, biggest fans out there. Yes. Um, sports memes are always entertaining. Memes, period. Meme number one. Let's take a look at that. 
best way to keep the streets clean. What, what is that? Oh, Eric is saying that is true. <laughs> that is a basketball hoop. Fisher Pryor hoop in front of what, Rico? I would throw a lot. I would throw away a lot more trash in the trash can <laughs> if there was a basketball a hoop yet. above uh, every single one. True. True. <laughs> People be picking up extra trash. You pick up other people's trash. Air ball. Oh yeah, hoop. that's what you did. Oh, let me get one more shot. Let me get one more shot. No trash on the ground. Meme number two. Four of the best duos, Michael and Scotty, <laughs> Bird and Mikhail, Kobe and Shaq, and LeBron and David Stern. That is the truth. <laughs> David Stern looks out for LeBron James. <laughs> looks out. He's. Just, I mean, he has. So, he's given him so many assists. <laughs> uh, Luis and Luis. From last week, the last two weeks will definitely agree with this meme. Man. All his assists go <laughs> Luis to LeBron. Bordon, Luis B23 on Twitter. Only passes to LeBron. No <laughs> one else. <laughs> meme number three. I've decided to quit the NBA. I'm going to focus on my singing. And that is, uh, is that is his name Redfro, Eric? Uh, I think it's Red Fro, I think. From LMFAO. I think that's his name. But from LMFAO, that is not Brooke. That is Robin. Of course it's his Robin. Twin <laughs> brother. Robin for sidekick, because he's definitely the sidekick. Too. He is. Yeah. Whole different that game. That sucks, though. man. Whole different game. Just to be. Just to and fall at Stanford, short. it worked. You know, Brooke was the offensive, and he played defense, but, oh but um, Robin was um, the. The um, Robin was the defense, the defensive guy. <laughs> Meme number. I'm sorry. I'm just before we throw this out. I had a premature. Oh my god! Because I saw this picture. Because before we about to put it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what he was screwed about. I was like, oh. I was trying to play it cool. I'm sorry, I'm the engineer, <laughs> no. so I get to see these before everybody else. So I had a premature. Oh my god! Moment. So here we go. <laughs> and I can't remember what it is. So when I see it, oh. <laughs> you Yo. cover up murders like I throw touchdowns. Man. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> I guess that's not meme. good. There was another meme about this. I think Tebow was on one knee. Aaron Hernandez was like behind him. <laughs> I think Tebow was praying. I forgot what the meme actually said. He said, man. <laughs> Something about Please T-O don't let this man kill me. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him shoot me in, in oh, my back. Man. That's what he said. We do have one more. Aaron Hernandez. To the me. world, these are like the exact opposite people right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these yes. are like the exact opposite. Oh, yes. And I think this is the funniest. So I put it for last. Got killers with me right now. And you, you ain't even know it. know it. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> you ain't even know it. <laughs> Man, you ain't even know it has some funny memes. Yes, man, Rick Ross. The greatest. Molly in the drink. <laughs> that phrase alone, man. <laughs> so, um, like we said, freestyle show. This is just something I heard on my way in. The ratings for ESPN has is dropping, or has dropped for the last couple months. Um... I have reasons why it probably has dropped. And Deadspin has um, wrote an article, and I'm going to look at it now. But why do you think ESPN's ratings have gone down, Rike? Just off the top of your head, reasons why do you think Deadspin's ratings have dropped? 
I mean, ESPN's like, rating. As of when? As of, I'm going to look up the last, let me let me get the exact article up for you. The wonderful thing about depends technology. Depends as of when. I have an idea, but it depends on when. Okay, it says ratings. This is the title. ESPN's ratings are way down this year. What's oh, this the matter year. in Bristol? So this year. Man. And it's a large, different different factors as why. And pretty, pretty, pretty accurate factors why. Um, but what are what are reasons do you think ESPN? Uh, is, and don't get me wrong, without ESPN, we probably wouldn't even have an opportunity to have a platform like this because if sports wasn't so big, right? Then of course sports radio wouldn't be so big, which means online radio, you know. So we're thankful for ESPN and the things that it creates, the ideas that we get. But lately, there's some things that I'm not really cool with. But give me your reason why you think the ratings are down. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a more recent. I didn't know as of the last year. Um, I have no idea. I have to compare it to whatever was going on at ESPN last year. And before you before you go, I'm going to read a paragraph of what it says. Sports Business Daily reports ESPN's primetime ratings dropped 32 percent this quarter That's over last year's quarter. That's a lot. There is some explanation to the drop. Last year, ESPN carried the Heat-Celtics Conference Finals, a bigger draw than this year's Spurs sweep over the Grizzlies in the Western Conference Finals. What they do is they alternate. Um, ESPN will have one conference this year, and TNT would have the other, and then they switch. So last year, the Heat and the Celtics, where the Eastern Conference were on, was on ESPN, and TNT had the Western Conference Finals. So they switched this year. So that is one. But even with the caveat out of the way, the news for Bristol's advertising department isn't encouraging. ESPN's total day rating, that is, its average viewership over a 24-hour period, plunged 20% in the quarter over last year's numbers. That's the network's worst result in six years and the biggest drop for any of the cable sports channels on a percentage basis. ESPN2 primetime ratings dropped 12%, and its total day ratings fell to an average of 244,000 viewers a day down from 268,000 viewers in the same quarter last year. So that's just a snippet of what I read. Also, it said all this has happened before the launch of Fox Sports 1, which is the new Fox channel that will be coming in August. Yeah. A network that may not challenge ESPN for sports television supremacy, but will at least be the nuisance to Bristol and Embassy Sports. Also, Embassy Sports has launched. And it's now Embassy Sports is now, I think, on basic cable right now. Wow. So that's just what the article is stating. But what is your reason why? Um, man, I mean, I'm just I, that's a large percentage. Thirty two and twenty percent for what? From last year. From last from year. The, for the uh, before ESPN two's prime time. But okay. overall ESPN is 32% drop. Um, man, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's all in part to the conference finals that they were that they recorded. I guess um, I want to know if TNT's ratings went up this year or is it all off of just the finals? I mean, I have no clue why it dropped. Um, I'm going to give you my reason. Shows like ESPN First Take is now getting annoying 
Right. We're hearing, we see Stephen A. Smith every day. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's his show now. But at one point, he wasn't a regular. We have Skip Bayless, who... Skip Bayless was a great writer, great columnist, but he's gotten on TV in the last few years. It seems like he just hates on everyone good. Not just LeBron. Hates on Kevin Durant now. He hates on Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. You know, he doesn't think Aaron Rodgers is as good as he is. He And that show is just always back and forth, stirring drama that isn't even there. For example, um, they made a big deal of Kevin Durant's um, uh, neck slit throat, uh, throat, slit throat when he dunked yeah. in that game. And the topic was, is he the same person after he did that? Was it, was it acceptable? It was, oh, is he a totally different person? That was, that was the topic on the show. Yeah. So that's, that. that's, that's my reason why I think. Solely just because well, of first show, take? No, shows like first take. There's so many of them now. Dan Lebertard is a great show, but you have numbers, never lies. You have ESPN on live from, from 9 o'clock in the morning to 3 p.m., but it's not really live because if you happen to watch the hour before, you hear the exact same thing. Right. They might break in out of that hour. Ten minutes might be new. And then they just replay what you heard the last hour. So SportsCenter is on a lot now. And it's quote unquote live. So we're hearing the same thing over again. You have NFL Live that's on. NFL 32. You have college football. This is a college football show. And college football is not even relevant right now. Right. You know, you have all these things, all these different shows, so many different networks. And um, I hate to say it, some of the personalities aren't that good. Like, they're good. They're not good to be listened to every day. So that's just my prediction. But, yeah, they, they gave reasons. The ratings of um, the NBA Finals. Of course, talking about this quarter, NBA Finals, NBA Playoffs, I mean. Uh, ratings with baseball and other things. Um, we do have some bloopers. That we would like to see. They're quite hilarious. Just want to end the show with something funny and uplifting. We have blooper. Blooper number one, Eric. Can you get that for us? So much more engaged. Draws the foul. Nope, they wave it off. <laughs> and see, there's no continuation. Now, that was Yay. from the NBA Finals in 2010. Celtics. I was just randomly sitting home watching all this stuff, and I was just like, yo, (laughs) this is hilarious. Blooper number two. Man, celebration punch, the rest. And Orlando 4-2 before losing in the championship to the Lakers in seven. This clown. And O'Neal called for double dribble. Von Wafer thought he dunked it. And he he ended up celebrating and bumping into Jermaine O'Neal and causing Jermaine O'Neal to travel. So these two are throwback bloopers. Just look at it again. There's the miss. Now he comes back in. Celebration. Celebration. Steps in. And run right into Jermaine. There's the traveling. Yep. That was pivotal, too. Yes, it was. The Wizards ended up winning that game. Yes, it was meaningless. You're a clown in overtime. Yes. And meme number three. Uh, you can listen to the music, y'all. They see me rolling. They hating. Patrolling. They trying to catch me riding dirty. 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 It only gets better. My music's so loud. I'm swinging. They hoping that they gon' catch me riding dirty. 
cones like it's stuck on a gas pedal or something? Yes. <laughs> what is this from? Was this live? This was at a high school, the high school championship games in Texas wow, at, at uh, Cowboy Stadium. What happened was someone was loading the cart up and one of the cones did it. It, it landed on the pedal. Yes. And it went, and they said the person like threw the things on and walked one way, but the cart was going the other way. So they never <laughs> saw that it was driving. So it's just riding on the field. That's so those people are on the field, and it runs them over. But the funny part is <laughs> the rollout. <laughs> I was in tears. I was lost. Oh, I was just like, man. yo, I got to get off of this instead of trying to stop it. <laughs> just jumped out so it hit more people. So, yes, uh, it's been a great show. Yep. Freestyle Wednesday. It was a freestyle today, but it very was. great. Um, um, just want to thank all the viewers out there, all over the DMV. Shout out all to over Nicholas the... Vernon. He was frying you, by the way. I'm not going to put on air. He was. He was frying you. Shout out to Nicholas <laughs> Vernon. <laughs> I'm going to have to hit him on Twitter now. Yo, just hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> just yo, be yo, like, stay tuned to Twitter. <laughs> there might be some Twitter beef. I think I sparked nah. some Twitter beef. Nah, no Twitter beef. Nick is cool. I like. I haven't met him, but I, I know him through you. He was if a ever faithful. ever bring his butt to Maryland, you would meet him. But yeah, he, he was a faithful listener on our uh, podcast when we uh, just started. Yes, appreciate you. So, Nick. so yeah. So, I, I still want to, I still want to hear what he said because I want to laugh too. Right. It was funny. It was. I mean, I, I was confused at first, and then I was just like, oh, dang, you're just fine. I'm gonna share me. <laughs> it's like, yo. But yeah, shout out to Nick. Shout out to everyone else who's watching. Um, all over the U.S., all over the world. Yes, we, we appreciate global. you. Um, tuning into our show. Keep um, tuning in. Keep supporting us. Keep giving us feedback. Um, next week, I think we're gonna have a, a guest. Next week we'll announce we'll announce we'll announce it. it. Um, oh, and I've been slacking since I've been out of town. And oh yeah, the, the, the draft. I need to put up the the roster. Yeah, you guys got to tell us who won. Yes, and I will do that. Just go ahead at me. Tell me that I won. It's fine. Hmm. Oh underscore Conde. Oh you. whatever. Just at me. My so yes, one. follow us on Twitter. Sports Reality LV. That is the same thing on Instagram. Yeah, check also, our Instagram out. We got to do better, though. We got to post more pictures. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, J squared 021. O underscore A-K-A-N-D-E. Hit us up. Um, give us some ideas for the show. Let uh, us know if you want to come on the show. Yes. Uh, also, um want to thank Eric for being such a great producer back yes, there. participation. Doing his yo. business. Eric stays with us the whole show. We appreciate that. We Eric, we keep on saying this, but we will. We will come out with you one one day. Yeah, we like, will. We will, we will we yeah, will. I, like I said, this Headed weekend. to the party life. Well, yeah, this weekend, <clears throat> I, I caught up on all my drinking for a while. <laughs> so, so you're taking some time off? <laughs> Hit me up in about two weeks. <laughs> Man, a three-week break. A three-week break. It was, uh, some kind reflection of one of those, is needed. That's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, thank God, the hangover's over. <laughs> all right, let's go party. <laughs> Yo. So, so yeah. Eric, do you have a Twitter page? I do, but I don't use it. Oh, because no. I was going right. to plug it for everyone. Yeah. You probably tweet stuff like... The only time my Twitter gets any action is when I uh, tag Instagram pictures with it. Mm. That's oh, it. Cool. Eric, what do you tweet about? Or when you did tweet? When I did tweet? I, honestly... Something motivational. No, I just I that, that got like a thousand retweets. Right. No, man, I got like 120 <laughs> followers on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, if you were active, I'm pretty sure you would have more. <laughs> oh, I definitely have more, but I don't know. I <laughs> Poor grammar just, I just can't do it. 
I can't. I can't. Oh, you don't like I can't seeing filter it? through all that oh, poor oh, grammar. Oh, oh, he's talking yeah. about the the the. He's other talking about y'all Twitter. I'm talking about everybody else. He's like, get your grammar up, Twitter. Yeah, I thought you were talking about him. That annoys me sometimes too. I don't know when in this country illiteracy became a cool thing. Man, tell me about it. It was years ago. Yeah. It's pretty hip, I right? feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. <laughs> it annoys me, even to the extent of in text messages, it annoys me. But oh, man. yeah, but thanks, Eric, yeah, for staying with us throughout the show. Also, shout out to Jeremy, our the boss man, the boss man, and and, and Marcus. Oh yeah, Marcus, Marcus. I know you're listening. And, and Morgan, did you meet Morgan? Morgan, you didn't meet her then. You were not here when she came. I wasn't. Man. But yes, Morgan, Mister, in the back. I will meet her. Doing business back there. Making sure this station runs well. Listen, visionlive.com, WLVS Radio. Yo, one of the biggest, the biggest, not one of, the biggest online radio station. Yes. So until next time, y'all. Sports reality. Check y'all later. Peace. sound.